Hey, everybody, and welcome to the Post-Credit Pursuit, our new show. Our new show, yes. This is going to be a show that uh, we're going to hope to capture that feeling of everyone in the car after you've just gone to see a movie and you're riding back and you're just talking about that movie and, and, your, and your thoughts and your feelings and everything about that. Some of the hottest takes are when you and a group of buds go to a movie and then it's like instant siskel and what, what what were their names siskel and gene siskel and was it ebert and roper i have no idea i don't even know what you're referencing the uh the big film critics back in the day like oh. ebert and roper give this film two thumbs up oh yeah 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 i don't, yeah, I don't yeah. know what you're talking about now yeah it's instantly in the mindset as soon as you were like walking out of the theater yeah everybody becomes uh, a hollywood director as soon as they uh step out of the movie theater everyone knows exactly what was wrong with the movie it's like uh, i can admit that i'm that way too but oh yeah absolutely it's it's, so that way yeah yeah it's some of the best conversations especially if you like movies if you like you know the process of making a movie and, and watching a movie i mean if you like it all it's always fun to you know talk about what you would do if you could do it you know what i mean yeah absolutely absolutely yeah the post-credit pursuit is hopefully gonna kind of fill you like let you set driver's side or passenger side wherever if you want to be behind the wheel you can take the wheel but kind of puts you in that car with us you know what i mean yeah and then you'll be able to listen to these conversations and uh hopefully even maybe share your opinions with us we're gonna hope to have a few guests at some point yeah to, to really add to the, that the more the merrier I, I say when you're talking about stuff like this absolutely yeah yeah, yeah. i'd like to have uh it, w- it would be cool, we, we were discussing this earlier, to have some sort of like cool, quirky kind of, you know, intro to like kind of set things in motion for for the episodes to come. Uh, I would like to open it up to anyone who would like to make any suggestions, uh, preferably movie related. Yeah. Preferably. I feel like that's the only type of, you know, rules that you have to go by. But just something as far as like, Maybe a catchphrase or something like that. I, I We were talking about this earlier, and I, I was telling Will that I, I like the idea of maybe starting off every episode with, like, an obscure movie quote. And yeah. you're like, wow, that must, be, that must be from something really philosophical. And then it's from, like, Toy Story 2. I don't know. Toy Story 2 is pretty philosophical. Or Definitely can be. The third one, especially. Yeah, I I love that one meme that was going around a while back where they show this family shows their mom Toy Story three for the first time. Yeah, and uh, they go in and like when they're going down into like the incinerator and they all hold hand hold hands. They is that the third or the fourth one? That's, That's the, third. the third one. Yeah, the her son's like edit it to roll credits there. Oh. It fades to black and rolls <laughs> credits, and she's just like what they just gonna kill all those toys and like her family was just trying to hold it together then i was like man that's the perfect the perfect prank but if anyone has any suggestions on anything cool that we could use for intros movie related intros something that maybe isn't the norm i don't know what's the norm on movie podcasts these days i don't listen to many yeah i don't listen to many either i feel like it's probably a lot of uh from what i've seen it's like a lot of review yeah which yeah. there will be some of that, I'm sure. But oh yeah, absolutely. We're going to kind of cover the gamut of everything. I feel like yeah. I'm thinking most podcasts I listen to have like catchphrases and stuff like that. Yeah. 
So, some of them don't as well. It's I don't know. Help help us come up with something cool. That's the beauty of uh, starting a podcast, though. You don't have one, and then it just falls yeah. into your lap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you're like, oh, there it is. Twenty episodes down the road, when you're you know set solid in your yeah music and catchphrase capabilities, you're good yeah, to go. Exactly. But I think for the the sole purpose of this episode, and just to get the ball rolling, uh, I'll start with a quote. Okay. This this might not be as fun of a quote for you considering we just talked about it. But it's the literally the only one I can think of in my mind. So I'm definitely gonna have to keep a tally of better, better obscure. Quotes, yeah. yeah. Uh this of course very very uh thought provoking line. Uh let me I wanna read it verbatim. I don't wanna, you know Yeah, you don't wanna half ass this thing. Exactly. This is uh, such a profound quote that I don't think uh, I don't think that you should uh, risk straying from the script. Yeah, perfectly I mean, written line. Honestly, um, this one will get you thinking. Hold on, it's 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 coming up. It's loading. I'm trying to think of one. It's weird. I used to be able to think of like I could hear like every single movie I've ever watched in my head, but now like recently i've just not i've not been able to think of that many like mo- like quotes yeah i don't think i'm watching yeah i, I think it's just because i'm not watching yeah as much stuff. i'm not really either we can talk about that too uh but this of course is a very thought-provoking quote <clears throat> do you think that god stays in heaven because he too lives in fear of what he has created and that of course uh spoken by steve buscemi's character romero in spy kids 2 the island of lost dreams Welcome to the post-credit pursuit. Welcome. <laughs> Man, I love movies, Will. I do too. Um, so, Jared, where, what kind of got you started, like, really being interested in movies? I feel like my family was all the time buying movies. Mm-hmm. Like, when I was really young, I felt like we were always buying DVDs. And it felt like we were buying... And it's weird because, like, I was young enough to, like, I don't remember how much a, a brand new, like, new release DVD was back then. Like, I was yeah. that young. But I feel like we were buying, like, especially Disney movies. We would buy almost every Disney movie that came out. Yeah. You know, even if we didn't see it in theaters. But we were the same with, like, VHS tapes, too. Because I have a huge VHS collection yeah, down home. Too. But, yeah, that was... Like, and, and we didn't, like, upgrade all the VHS. There were some dvd copies of like Mm. old vhs movies that i used to watch a lot but we kept a lot of it the same but i yeah i feel like i was just all the time because i was homeschooled too for Mm. like the first three years of my life so when i if i'm already in home if i'm not outside playing or something i was probably inside watching something so i feel like that was probably it and I, i i spent a lot of time this is what i really think like got me wanting to at least be part of the industry in some way was just watching the special features on any movie I could find just over and over and over again. Part of the fun for a DVD for me back then was just the special features. It was almost as good as the whole movie. Yeah. Um, I kind of similar in that way. I think, um, we we also had a lot. Of, we rented a lot of movies. I remember going to movies uh, and more. Movies and more, yes. Um, and and renting movies, renting video games. Yeah, that was fun. And 
I kind of miss yeah. renting movies. Even when Redbox was a thing, I, I've gotten maybe three or four movies, if that, from Redbox yeah. in my whole entire life. Um, but I started kind of there, and then I didn't really even know that I wanted to make movies or anything like that until um, I was a little bit older. But I, I did also watch like all the special feature yeah. stuff. I would watch like the director commentary, yeah, and put that on and watch the the movie, which is kind of funny because I always I thought it was so weird. I, I didn't tell anybody. I'd be like, yeah, it was the it was commentary tracks before commentary yeah. tracks were a thing. I remember watching commentaries on a lot of cool stuff because on certain movies, the whole cast could be sitting in on one yeah. of those and it's like, wow, this is like a whole other experience in and of itself. One of the best ones is um, the original Scooby-Doo movie, the live action one. The whole cast uh, commentates really? that one. I, I think I remember hearing, you can hear um, at least Matthew Lillard's on it. I know that much. I need to check that out. Some of those... A, some of them a lot of them have kind of slid under my radar like yeah. dvd wise i think i had monsters unleashed on dvd but i mm -hmm. didn't watch the first one a whole lot when i was younger i watched it more since i've grown up yeah um but yeah we, we rented a lot of stuff too that was always fun going to the to movies and more because you would they would all mom and dad would always like kind of get something more tailored towards them you know maybe it's something that was like rated pg-13 because i was I'm, i was like really young and so like they would always get a movie i would get maybe a movie or two because i remember maybe the kids movies being a little cheaper yeah that would make sense or something like yeah. that and then sometimes i would be able to rent a game yeah the game section was more so like a window shopping yeah because i i had a lot of games at home and i, I just my papa would like buy games for me all the time at flea markets and stuff. Yeah. So like I, Which, and then at movies more, he would sell them. Yeah, yeah. Um, like a lot of the ones that he had, if you like offered to buy it, he would he would sell it to you. Yeah, yeah. That that place was a little shady, but kind of cool. Yeah. It, uh, first tangent. Uh, it turned into uh, a really nice. Um, what's it called? Wholesale place. Like he sells like furniture. Oh really? And um, like really nice, like put together furniture for pretty cheap wow doesn't sell movies anymore mm -mm. that's tough went the way of blockbuster and all that yeah i wonder if he had like a big blowout sell i think he did and he sold all the movies and stuff i really wish i would have known about that yeah because i've been wanting to I, I, i'll i'll say that streaming has kind of ruined me because I have a decent collection of movies, yeah. but I wish it was, I wish I had so much more, but like, I cannot bring myself to go to Walmart and spend 20 bucks on a movie. I know yeah. I can watch technically not for free, but I mean, it is for free. It's, yeah. you know what I mean? There's a thousand. Yeah. I can watch things, that so. movie and like a thousand more <laughs> Yeah, Which, for less than 20 bucks a month. There are a few things that I would love to have, um, on like like a physical copy of and that i do have a physical copy of like mm -hmm. lord of the rings i have the extended edition yeah um i want to get a full collection of psych because that's that's cool. just my favorite so tv show psych and then at, at this point i would like to get a full physical copy of breaking bad and, and better call saul it's a uh what is it what is the word for a holy grail it's a grail for me to get the breaking bad blu-ray 
like collector's box yeah. set because it comes in the drum. It has a Los Pollos Hermanos like oh, yeah. apron with it. It's got a bunch of cool, cool stuff with it. And I used to always see it at FYE. And now oh, I don't yeah. think they make them anymore. So like if you want to buy one, it's probably off of eBay or something. And they're probably asking a, a whole lot of money. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I've always wanted one of those too. But you can get like a normal complete series fairly cheap, I want to say. Yeah. But I... I remember I remember kind of being super into movies without knowing that I was super into movies because yeah. like I, I, I would watch them all the time and everything but I don't think I really understood that I wanted to do something in the industry until my junior year of high school I think okay because that's when I was like because at the time my plan was to well, before I made this other decision, my, my plan was to probably get an English degree. Yeah. And I liked writing. And then when I realized the world of like script writing and screenplays and stuff like that, and I'm trying to pinpoint maybe a movie that had come out around that time or something. It was probably Interstellar. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Maybe. And... Was I a junior when that movie came out? I might have been a senior. I don't know. But I, I just remember it just kind of clicked. I was like way more into movies than I ever had been. And I was like, I think I've always been that way because I want to do something. I was like, yeah. maybe that's just like the universe telling me that you want to do something there. And I mean, I know I really haven't yet, but I, I, I still plan to and I still would like to. But I, yeah, junior year for me was probably when I yeah made that realization for me it was um i was like the prime age for like youtubers so yeah yeah yeah, yeah. i think um started out with jacksepticeye um and like markiplier and like that kind of like general uh, just gaming youtubers and i was like oh yeah this that's really cool and then i like while i was watching them i would be like oh i want to i want to do that too wouldn't mm -hmm. it be so cool if i could just uh you know play video games for people and then like it That'd even kind funny. of like evolved even more and i was like oh well i understand like what they're doing now and like they you know to be able to do what they do for people just like you know how, how much they affect people i was like i want to be able to do yeah, something yeah. like that and so i started like a youtube channel back then and i made like i never was consistent with it because i never had the internet to actually like be consistent with it but um I had a ton of fun doing that and then like I stopped for a while and then around the time that I graduated high school I was like well, I guess I've got to go to college and be a computer science major because that's what makes money and then eventually like it all came back around and I was like I want to you know create stuff yeah. again and I eventually I was just kind of like well if this is something that I've wanted to, like that I've continued to like want to do since I was 12 maybe it's something that I actually yeah. should attempt to do and then I got into, you know, like videography and everything else. And I eventually it was just like, ah, you know, I really like, I just like movies. Yeah. You know? So, yeah. And I think it's something that like, you don't see of or hear a lot of people from our area wanting to do something like that or even getting to do something like that. I mean, maybe that's just on us. Maybe that's just on the area. I don't know. Yeah. But I will say I, at one point in my life, I was a freshman going into film and video studies but now i'm here and have a english degree 
I've had an English degree for two years and it's still rolled up in the tube. Film and video studies, where at? George Mason. Oh, okay. I was going up there before I... I I I thought I was in love. I just graduated high school. Yeah. That's part of it. The other part, like there, there was a mix-up, like with the financial aid stuff. So I was going to have to go to our the community college local, the local community college. The plan was I was going to go there for just a semester. Yeah. Only take transfer credits, and then after that one semester, transfer back up to George Mason because I we had went to like freshman orientation. I had a room assignment. I had roommates. Like I was, I was, I was doing the thing. Yeah. And uh, the financial aid thing happened, and like. It, it was a bummer, but it was one of those things where it's like, oh, yeah, like it sucks. You have to stay here for a semester, but as soon as the semester's over, you're going back up there. And then that's when I met a girl, and I was young, and I was like, oh, I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna stay because it'll save mom and dad money. But like, I was also yeah. gonna stay because like, I was like, oh, I have a girlfriend, <laughs> gotta stay now. Yeah, and that like, it, that's whatever. Now I don't think I regret it because I wouldn't, I wouldn't have come to Wise. I wouldn't have like met all the yeah. friends I have now, and like. The friends that I have now, I'm like, man, if I, I don't want to be in a world where I don't think I have them. You know what I mean? Yeah. So like, there, there probably wouldn't have been good and bad things either way. But it's, I, I tell that yeah. story not often, but like when it comes up, I tell it. Yeah. And I never tell it as like a regret or anything. Yeah. Well, that's. But of, sometimes I'm like, dang. Yeah. Would have been nice. Would have been nice. <laughs> would have been nice. Exactly what I wanted. No, that, that's um, that's kind of the story for me to. As I, whenever I first went to ETSU, is following yeah. friends and a girl, and um, I I originally wanted to go for music, and um, the the weirdest story is I got in to the University of Kentucky under their choral program, and it's really good. I just auditioned up there just because I just wanted to audition somewhere, and went and auditioned at ETSU, and they um, in the audition room they're like, "Yeah, we're not going to accept you," and I was like, "Oh." <laughs> All right then, like Kentucky did. Yeah, I looked at that uh, estimated cost and was like, ah, yeah, forty thousand dollars a semester. No thanks. That's insane. Yeah, but um, I went to ETSU and I was like, I guess I'll study computer science. I, I like computers, and then figured I was like, oh, I don't like them this much. Yeah, I don't think I would fare well in computer yeah. science. It was fun at first, and like. There are skills that I definitely like I could have been good in like software engineering, but like that specific like being at a computer screen using those skills was yeah not yeah. where I wanted to be. Yeah, that's tough. Yeah. But I mean, it is what it is. Yeah, I switched over to communications. Um originally at ETSU I, I switched to communications and I had a concentration in journalism. Um, which still kind of in that realm because yeah. uh, transferred over to UVA wise and they don't have any like specific conf- uh, concentrations in their degree program. So it's like kind of all over the place, but I'm more focused now on videography and um, yeah, I guess just videography. Yeah. yeah. I was the same way it was. I started out as a comm major just because communications offered the most film classes and I, I really just was wanting to take because I mean, I say that as if Wise offers a lot, but I mean, I was lucky enough to take the ones I did while I was there. But yeah, I took my comm classes too, and I liked them. 
I was doing good in them at first, but there for a while in college, I after my mom passed away, I kind of stopped going to class a little bit and yeah. let my grades slip just a tad. It was just a rough time altogether. But I also found that after, because I had taken all the film classes that Wise had to offer, and then I was solely left with just the communications part of communications. Mm-hmm. And people give communications crap. Yeah. They call it the easiest major a lot. Some of that stuff, man, is not easy because it is like theoretical behavioral analysis kind of. Yeah. And I like it. Some of that stuff is real tricky. But I, I just I, I wasn't enjoying it. Yeah. After the film stuff was done. I knew I liked English. I knew I probably should have just done an English degree and took all those film classes as electives, you know. Yeah. But I, I switched over to English and I had a lot more fun just because it was something I was always good at, I yeah. guess, in high school. I always just liked English. I love writing. I love reading. So, yeah. I kind of wish I would have made that decision a little sooner, but, <laughs> you know, what, what can, can you, you do? do? Yeah. Exactly. Um, people give communications a, a, like a really hard time. and I, I don't know why. I mean, I get that it might not be as hard as like, you know, yeah. molecular physics, but people like call it easy and they say that it's useless, but it's like, yeah, it's useless if you don't know what you want exactly. to do with it. Exactly. Like, people who just go in and like, oh yeah, communications, that looks easy. Yeah, of course, because they don't know that they need to like network and find yeah. the right people and then like have an idea of what you want to do. I, f- I think it's the perfect degree for somebody who knows exactly like what they want to do and mm-hmm. then they can focus that and then do it. And honestly, most successful comm majors that I've ever seen done exactly that. I yeah. mean, they knew exactly what they wanted to do. So, yeah. But, you know, people would rather just kind of yeah. shit on it for whatever reason. I don't know. I knew exactly what I wanted to do. The communications department at that time at Wise just couldn't. Yeah. Let me do it. So, I mean, I, yeah. th- it's no fault to them or anyone. I love the comm teachers at Wise are amazing. Really good. I, I don't think anyone could ever really say anything bad about them. Well, they, at least the ones, and I'm pretty sure um, I think they're, they're still there. The same, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah. Yeah. I've always loved movies. Kind of want to give you all like a little gleam as to why we might think we have the authority to like talk about movies with you guys yeah to you guys like obviously we're not professionals by any means or you know have any leg in the business but i mean everybody can critique a movie that's that's what they're for exactly um and there's there's fun in the camaraderie of dissing a movie or praising a movie together so what what's your favorite movie jared my favorite movie of all time. This will always be my answer. Okay. And because uh, I, I'll preface this by saying, and I hate, I hate being this guy, but like my friends probably would consider me like the movie guy. Okay. Like I, I'm always talking about latest movie news or like you know, yeah, rumors that are popping up and stuff like that. And I feel like no matter at least for the past two years of my life, no matter what situation I might be in with my friends, movies always comes up, even with like family. I've noticed that when me and Jordan like go see my parents or something, if we have a dinner, 
we're still talking about movies. I feel like yeah. I'm always talking about movies. But I feel like if you truly consider yourself a cinephile, right? Okay. You don't have to like perfect movies yeah, all the yeah. time. You know what I mean? I personally don't think there's any such thing as a perfect movie. I really don't. Like, yeah. I mean, there's there's close to perfect. There really is. But I mean, there's... I really don't think you can make a perfect movie. Yeah. But you can get close and you can call it Holes. Okay. Because yeah. Holes is my favorite movie of all time. And I think the reason why is because I had it on DVD and I watched it a lot. I watched the special features a lot. Wore that thing out. Yeah. I think it is the perfect movie about... Finding yourself. Okay. For like a young adolescent boys, like it it's it it hits you with all the tropes. Like he you have like your little reluctant hero because he's put in a, a position that he isn't used to or he, you know, yeah. never thought he would be in. And then you have Camp Green Lake, which is like as tough as you can be for like a Disney, like you know, yeah. I, I remember like being a kid and being like, I would hate yeah. having to go to Camp Green Lake, a whole six foot deep, five foot in diameter by hand, every single day. That's rough to build character like build that. Character. Yeah, that that's that that's horrible. Yes, Mister Sir. Reason two. Have you have you thought about who is in this movie? And I'm not even talking about the kids. I'm talking yeah. about the 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 B cast, the adults. Yeah. John Voight, he might be politically a, a whack job, but he's Mr. Sir. Yeah. Tim Blake Nelson, and he's <laughs> he's in another one of my favorite movies I'll have to mention here in a bit, but like plays a perfect Dr. Pendansky. Yes. And Sigourney MF and Weaver. Yeah. She plays that role to perfection, I think. She is so good in that movie they, they all the all the adults at the camp in that movie are i think phenomenal yeah and that leads me to reason number three it's a children's movie with a children cast and they're not bad actors no they're not they're all really good it's actually. a really good little ensemble cast of these kids who really feel like they they've been at the like yeah. when when caveman gets to camp green lake like x-ray and all them they feel like they've been at that camp for years yeah. man and like there's just something about that movie i i tell people all the time i could probably turn it on and quote it you know word yeah. for word still today and i've not i've not watched it in quite a while but uh yeah holes it will forever be okay i, I think that movie's great it, it has great music it ha the the cool little like flashback yeah. like a little subplot with kissing kate barlow and everything yeah like, yeah like that's oh, like so you, out there but it's like forgot. so cool you forgot the one of the best adults in the entire film guess who uh what, what is it christina we're not christina applegate nope. who is it that plays kissing kate barlow no no other sam one. is his name sam i can't remember all, all i know the onion guy yeah i can fix that yeah you know who that is is he in Psych? He is. Yeah, I don't know his name. It's Dulé Hill. He's great. He okay, cool. Follow cool. him on Twitter. He's great. Okay, cool. It's like I've never watched Psych, so like to me, that's the only Holes is the only thing that guy's been in. He is amazing. Great role in Holes, by the way. Yes. Like you would think, 
we have a children's movie of like treasure and danger and like you know a, a, a young adult movie and then you cut to a little house on the prairie like soft ballad singing in the background but yeah. still still not take away the the like like that never took away the the experience for me as a kid yeah like the little love plot thing like that stuff i i holes is a great movie it will and always it's got like some movie. nice like uh, it does the thing that all movies need to do they need to bring them back you remember when like actors used to sit, they would put out singles they would have songs of will smith used to do it yeah. a lot did it for wild wild west and all that stuff i think you put out one for men in black like um l o cool j dumb one for um deep blue sea like okay. people used to stars used to put out songs and they put out a rap yeah the detent boys do a rap and they they're all like in on the track too they all yeah. they all have little features on the track yeah and it's so good yeah so good I, I i love holes it's the best movie yeah um do you have like a an all-time favorite because that i mean i don't my list my top five changes sporadically yeah. but holes is always number one for me yeah same here i think what we should do is we should go by genre but that's your overall my, yeah yeah um in hindsight we should have done that last but that's okay yeah um, yeah um my overall favorite is I, I it's between these three and I have a hard time picking, um, but it's it's Lord of the Rings trilogy. And my all time favorite is oh and I'm changing it right now in my head because I'm going back and forth. I have to say it's the two towers just because um, that's oh, the yeah. one that was my favorite one oh, yeah. I was a kid. But now that I'm an adult, all three of those movies flip back and forth. Because mm -hmm. I used to hate the, I didn't hate it, but like the first one was my least favorite. It's probably the least watch for me. Yeah. And I was like, oh man, it's so boring. But now the first one is one of the most enjoyable ones because I just, I love the, um, the initial setup and just the story that it tells without having to like. Me and Jordan have all the action. Have the same conversation. Lord of the Rings is also on my list. My favorite Lord of the Rings is also Two Towers. Mm -hmm. um, but me and Jordan had this conversation a while back how we both felt like we I, i've de i've definitely watched two towers the most yep and then return of the king and i've watched fellowship a lot but i've watched it the least of the trilogy yeah and we sat down and rewatched the extended editions a few months back and fellowship slaps absolutely knowing what you know especially you <laughs> You gotta watch the extended editions. Yes, the extended editions make those movies. I 10 times hate better. to sound like those people, but they the sometimes they sometimes different. director's cuts don't just don't cut the mustard. Sometimes they make the movie worse. The extended editions for Lord of the Rings feel phenomenal. Yes, they're they're so good. I've always said that Lord of the Rings, uh, they it feels like a play to me. Yeah, like it it's so sprawling and. So, on certain days, I like them better than Star Wars. Okay. I watched Star Wars more when I was younger because, for whatever reason, my my, my parents used to be pretty like religious or whatever. But mm -hmm. and and they they would like shield me from a, a few things that they might yeah. that they think might you know like scare me a little bit or whatever. Lord of the Rings was one of them, and I like I can see that now. Like I feel like I might have been scared by some of the stuff, so I didn't watch. I can remember when those movies were out and they were in theaters, but I, I, I watched Star Wars. I was allowed to watch it first and like, so I ended yeah. up watching it most. But as I got older, I, uh, and was allowed to, I, I watched Lord of the Rings and fell in love with it. And, uh, 
Yeah, it's, I don't know if I can say most days, but some days I'll watch a, one of the Lord of the Rings movies and be like, this is the greatest yeah. film franchise of all time. Yeah, but I love, um, there's so many things that I love about it. Um, I love what Peter Jackson was just able to do. Like he was able to capture all of what I feel Tolkien was going for in such a, a great way. But like it's, it does such a great job of just like putting you in the world, mm -hmm. I feel. And like, I just love it. I, it it's, it's, it's great. I, there's, and there's like every single moment is good. Like there's not like, there's not much downtime where I'm like, oh man, I wish this would speed up. That, that's why the extended editions work so well, because like you, you watch uh, just the regular version of the movie and you're like, man, I wish there was more. Yeah. And then the extended edition gives you even more of that. And then I'm like, man, just and drag e this thing. Even the extended editions again. don't really have any lulls or anything like yeah. that. They're all pretty solid. Um, but my favorite part about the movies is just the music. Music's like, great. Howard Shore did such an amazing job. And that's why I, you know, I kind of flip back and forth because the uh, main Hobbit theme um, in the beginning of the fellowship, I could just close my eyes and like, it it's just takes me away. Bro. It's one of the best film scores of all time, I think. Yeah. I mean, how often does a the third movie in a trilogy sweep the Oscars? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. That, that movie almost, it, I mean, it basically won every award. Yeah. And insane. I mean, the casts at the time, they weren't. Yeah, they were like big names, but like, you're going to get the little brother from the Goonies to be Sam. Yeah. You know what I mean? You're going to get... Well, what had Elijah Wood been in? Like, I'm sure a few things as a kid. Yeah. Um, the craziest part about... Um, I didn't know that Sean Astin... Like, I guess like I'd watched the Goonies and mm -hmm. I, I hadn't seen Rudy, so that's probably why I didn't think about it too much. But he was like in good shape before. <laughs> the, the, yeah, um, yeah. Uh, he, uh, I listened to... Um, Dominic Monaghan and Billy Boyd's podcast Great and they had, podcast. they had Sean on and he was talking about how um, he was like running marathons before the Lord of the Rings yeah, and man. then like he had to add like so much weight. He, Sean Astin really seems like just a goofy dad. Yeah. Like he, uh, yeah. If, if you haven't watched it yet, uh, at the start of the pandemic, Josh Gad did this cool a YouTube series where he would like bring cast together through Zoom. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And he did one for Lord of the Rings and a bunch of them come back and it's really really cool. Um when I first moved into the house I'm at now, when yeah. I like first moved my stuff in my room and I was getting set up, that's what I watched after I got my TV set up. Nice. So it's about yeah, 2 year 2 3 yeah. year old video. But yeah, you got Lashwood and then and then you have two like two of the um Best parts of the movie, Mary and Pippin, are Billy Boyd, who was... Well, that's why they have a podcast now. Yeah, who um, was a musician. And then um, uh, Dominic Monaghan, who was like up and coming at the time. Anyways. Yeah. Not to mention Ian McKellen and um, Christopher Lee. Yeah. I mean, Sean Bean. Yeah. You had, a, I mean, Orlando Bloom, a young Orlando oh, yeah. Bloom. Yeah. Um, and then Vigo Mortensen was a little bit like, he was like more of a, I don't know how to describe yeah. it. Like, oh. I don't think I could ever see anyone else's yeah. Aragorn though. He and then he job. was a last minute cast. Yeah, decision. yeah. That's crazy. 
I remember seeing something about that. Um, I think they talk about it in that reunion video. They do. I think um, because he, the guy that they had, um, I can't remember for what reason they, they let him go. And then they were like, Vigo, <laughs> we got someone better. And then he got, he got on the plane and then the best. Okay. I, I could, I'm going to have to rein myself in, but like the best part about it is like, I love what they did. Um, and this is just how I, I feel like he really captured the world is he had, um, you know, Elijah Wood and Sean Astin and um, Billy and Dominic. They, and they had um, who was going to play Aragorn. They had them all in New Zealand for three months leading up to before they ever even shot a scene. And they were like, hey, you're just going to I mean, we have like different trainings that you need to do. But you guys need to just be together and hang out yeah. and get to know each other before, mm-hmm. you know, all, any of this even starts. You know, it's you got to. It's such a, a great thing. And it really shows in the movies. Yeah, they have a great chemistry in that movie. Yeah. And it I mean, it seems like they continue to talk and have a great chemistry yeah. now, which I think is cool because you sometimes you you see like groups from like big, big movies like that kind of yeah. tend to hate each other by the end of the day. Yeah. And that's the thing like um, that draws me to this movie. The most about movie making is like they were in. New Zealand for a couple of years together. Yeah. I mean, at least a couple of years. I, I can't remember the exact time frame, but like... Because they filmed them all back to back. Yeah. Like, they were in there for a, a couple of years, and then, like, to be a part of something like that would yeah, be that's, incredible. Yeah, that's just crazy. And then one day, yeah, you film your last scene. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. Like just imagining the bond that you would build with someone over that time and then especially on movies like that. Yeah. It's big sweeping epics. Same deal with like Star Wars and all those other yeah, big movies. And I'm I'm sure it's the same with like the Hunger Games and like smaller yeah. ones like that. Yeah. But I mean, I'm sure they all had fun. Yeah. It's um, 4 or 5 years of work. That's crazy. But so that that's my overall. Um, what genre do you want to do first? I I've got a list of like. I have a solid like top five. I oh, just want to do top five then. We can if you'd like. I mean, I, I've got a. If you want to name a genre, I could probably find one in this list I've got written down. Okay. Um, I'll start with the uh, probably pretty easy. The sci-fi. What's your favorite sci-fi movie? Uh, well, that's also a movie that's in my top five movies. Okay. I bet I know it. It's Interstellar, of yeah. course. That movie, I'd followed it a lot before it came out, and I just had myself convinced that it was going to be a great movie, and lo and behold, it was. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that movie is fantastic. Made in part largely by Hans Zimmer. I think the score yeah. for that movie is phenomenal. Uh, I love Chris Nolan. He's one of my favorite, you know, modern directors. Yeah. I'm excited for his new movie. Uh, and he's another one of those cases where he doesn't have a film degree. He's got like a master's or a PhD in English or something. He just likes yeah. making movies. He likes writing. Uh, and I, I feel like I kind of look up to him for that in, in, yeah. a, in a way. But Interstellar, jeez, uh, where to begin? The music is absolutely phenomenal. One of the best scores I think I've ever heard in any movie, yeah. let alone a sci-fi movie. Um Everyone in that movie gives a pretty decent performance. Yeah. Uh, McConaughey, that's probably his best movie. 
maybe mud's pretty good and stuff like that but i yeah. interstellar is just great um i don't think i've seen a single matthew mcconaughey film really i mean i've not seen interstellar i think you already knew that but yeah, you, you need to i'm trying not to get into the mcconaughey i'm reading his uh, memoir right now i'm trying to think i, I don't th- unless i know he, he's done voice work for some yeah he's done voice work i'm trying to think i've Have probably seen dazed and confused nope Hmm. The Lincoln Lawyer. Nope. I, outing myself is not a real cinephile right now. Well, I might be too, because I'm just blanking on what all that. He was in Moondog. Nope. Trying to think of some of his older movies. He was in a lot of rom-coms. Ghost of Girlfriends Past, I think. How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days. Nope. He actually talks about that in his book. He's like, he gets to a point in his life where like, he's being offered like, so much freaking money to do another rom-com he's like i just i don't want to i don't want to i i I want something good to come my way he's in the wolf of wall street for a bit if you've seen it nope another movie that definitely need to watch yeah Yeah, it's a great movie uh you need to you need to get you in get you in some mcconaughey movies yeah well i I, i'm i'm fairly confident that i haven't seen a single one just because he's so like signature like <laughs> yeah dallas buyers club i mean that's the one that he's won an oscar for that's that's a great movie i i mean i is it a better movie than interstellar a lot of people probably say yeah but yeah. i think Interstellar's so good yeah that movie is so tense and uh the music's great performance is great the set pieces are good a lot of practical effects on that movie um i like what like that 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 Chris Nolan like got physicists with him mm-hmm. to help him write it to make sure that the science was at least plausible. Yeah, uh, it that movie like helped astronomers like um did it help them like model black holes or something like that? It, it I like think so. it, it it helped a breakthrough in like black hole. Um. Yeah. Like stuff. I I, I don't know. But yeah, that one hundred and ten percent that movie's fantastic. I'll I'll cry every time I watch it. Hmm. I don't cry in holes. There's nothing really <laughs> sad about holes, but yeah, when 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 Coop is watching all the videos that he's missed and it's just happened in such fast succession. Yeah. And then yeah. I won't I won't say much. I forget you're not seeing it. I think I've probably been spoiled for it before. I I think I pretty much know the gist. Of like everything that happens. Yeah, I mean, but. yeah, it's and I I love time travel. Yeah, and I, that that movie can be really trippy. It's it's so good. Yeah, my, I mean Star Wars too, but I I can't put Star Wars as my favorite because I mean that's a given. But I I mean I love Star Wars. My favorite, and I don't really like sci-fi all that much. Um, I don't know why. I like sci-fi, but like nothing ever like is the sci-fi. It's hit that or miss. I want it to be. Yeah. It's hit or miss. Uh, my favorite sci-fi movie, and I don't know, this may be a strange one to have a favorite because it's definitely a good movie, but I don't know anyone who's like, oh, I love this movie, but Avatar. The Blue People Avatar? Yeah. Interesting. I really like that movie. Can you tell me why? I, and I don't mean that as a mean way, but like, I like that movie, but people go bananas for that movie. And I, I mean, I thought it was good. I don't go bananas for the movie. It's it's my favorite sci-fi movie, and sci-fi is like it's a, a week, great sci-fi a week dra- movie. Yeah, it's a great sci-fi movie. Uh, but 
Um, I just really, I just think it's a great. I think I need to rewatch it because I I don't think I've seen it since it's come out. I do think it's funny to watch it and um, what's his name? James Sullivan. Is that his name in the movie or is that his actual name? Jake Sully. James. Jake Sully, Sully is the. Jake Sully's the main guy. Yeah. Um, like man. the 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 bad guy. The yeah, well, the main guy, but I need the 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 actor's name. Oh, he's um. Sam Worthington. Yeah, Sam Worthington. Yeah, I don't know why I forgot that, but um, it's funny to listen and. Uh, listen to him try to hide his Australian his accent. accent. It's very funny. I'd say it's pretty bad. But the best part is um, he is in Under the Banner of Heaven. I don't know if I've seen that. That's uh, the new Andrew Garfield show. Is it good? Have you? What I've watched every episode that's come out. Really, really good. Um, act, acting wise, I, there's a few. There are some things like, especially like cine, cinematography, eh, cinematography that I have like critiques on yeah. that like kind of take me out of it. But um, the acting and the performances are really, really good. Andrew Garfield's he's a, he's a good actor, man. Yeah, he's top notch. Um, Sam Worthington's in that, and he plays a pr- pretty big role. Can't even tell. He's come a long way. <laughs> good, good, good on you, Sam. Yeah. No, he we plays uh, a Mormon too, so that's even oh. even more. Yeah, we, I saw the the trailer, the little teaser for Avatar Two, The Way yeah. of Water. I have a feeling that movie's going to be really, really bad. <laughs> think so? Yeah, I don't know why. I just have a feeling. I think it might scare me. I think because like uh, the, that's weird to say, but like I think I might have thalassophobia. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, like because I love the beach, I love water, and I love to swim. But the idea of like being out in open water and looking down and seeing like a huge silhouette of something, oh, yeah. like that makes me want to cry. Yeah. And I feel like there's going to be a lot of like. A lot of that. Bro, there there are some scenes in Finding Nemo <laughs> that like they don't scare me. But like as an adult, I'm like, oh, like that's oh, like I like when he goes to touch the butt. Yeah. And it's just the lone boat and it's just like and I think for me it's just like dang there there could be anything there could be a fish out there that's as big as like the yeah. horizon line you know like yeah. in in the moment I'm thinking something like that but like that's I don't know I <laughs> I'm going to see the way of water like I said, I saw Avatar. I think when it first came it's out, so, so I, need, we, I need to rewatch it again. We saw because uh, I don't remember it, it being 3D, a bad actually. movie. Oh yeah, yeah, I think so. I think I saw the second Hobbit movie in 3D. That's pretty cool. I saw the Deathly Hallows Part Two in 3D. I'm not seeing many movies in 3D. Just 3D was an interesting time. <laughs> yeah, it really was. I saw The Force Awakens in 3D, and I think those might be the only two. Yeah, they don't really do that too much anymore, do they? I think everyone just kind of realized kinda it was a gimmick. Them. Yeah, I was like, yeah. It was kind of cool though. I really um sometimes it worked well. I yeah. like it had to I had to really be patient with myself cuz like it, it's hard to wear 3D glasses over like yeah. Cuz if I took my glasses off I it would be it would still be 3D but I couldn't see. I think a part of the reason that I have liked movies more that I've gotten older is because I I have terrible eyes and I didn't get glasses until I was like that might in the 8th grade yeah. cuz <laughs> yeah, I didn't get glasses till high school so yeah, that might be it. It's like, but, oh, I could see now. Yeah, so like going to the movies was These the only cool. time where I was like, oh, I can see everything yeah. that's going on. That might be it. But um, no, I that's a that's a real fear because like I 
I don't, there's only been one time where I've ever really had that kind of response is like we were in Alabama and we were on a lake and we were um, paddle boarding. And if you fall, you fall like, you know, you're, you're yeah, in the water. Yeah. And like, I didn't think about it until I had gotten out, but like I had, I had fallen in. It was the first time I had fallen off and it had been a while since I had really swam. And I was like, yeah, this is, this isn't like the pool. Like if I go down, I'm going, you know, 70 feet down. Like, yeah. I don't know. And I feel like I used to not have a fear like that. I feel like it's only since I've gotten older. Like I could never play, um, subnautica really I, I don't think i could because i mean i've seen gameplay from it and the gameplay has made me like recoil in horror <laughs> it is pretty scary yeah i don't want anything tell me a leviathan is in my proximity or whatever it says i don't yeah. even want to know <laughs> yeah I, do, mm, let's see so that was overall favorite maybe like sci-fi favorite do i have any other sci-fi movies on here I like Star Wars. I'm not like a, I'm not a huge I I'm not a huge fan of them though. I uh I like Star Wars a lot. I like I, the I like the aesthetic of yeah, Star Wars. I like the aesthetic. I think it pulls off especially the old ones and Rogue One. The like the um, I guess it would be not the it would be the yeah, I guess the Empire and the the Rebel Alliance. Um like that whole timeline in Star Wars, the, the aesthetic is just so cool to me. Yeah, Jedi Fallen Order, if you've ever played that, it's the same aesthetic. And there's just something about it that's like... It does have a really good aesthetic. I, yeah. I, I, like I said, I do like them. And I think I would... It's one of those things that if I were like... If I were to like sit down now and like try to really get into it, I probably could. I think but, you could, yeah. But I think I just kind of missed out. Like that's one of the things that I just kind of missed out. It's. It, it, I'd say it's hard for some people. Because I don't think I know many people who've like... There's one person I can think of that I know, like through association, who has recently seen them, maybe in the last couple of years or so, and like has made yeah. Star Wars their entire life. Yeah, and that's cool. Like I, I'm, I'm not saying anything's wrong with that, but like some people I think can take take to it like really easy watching it for the first yeah. time now. But some like I don't know if I would be into Star Wars now if I hadn't yeah. ever seen it. Like I don't know. I, maybe I, I shouldn't say that but i had watched them not. growing up i just don't think i ever really like i liked them and i was like yeah, you know and maybe it's like my, my dad always liked them yeah like my my family always was like into star wars and stuff so my I, like my aunt brought she had the original trilogy on vhs that's that's what i first watched it on so yeah. like it felt almost like a cool like family kind of thing at the time i guess yeah but i mean jurassic park it's technically oh, science yeah. fiction. Yeah. Um, love Jurassic Park. What's your favorite Jurassic Park movie? Probably the first one. Really? I really like the third one. Don't know why. I, watched, I really like the third one. I've watched the third one more out of all of them uh, just because I had it on that, VHS yeah. and uh, I didn't have the other two. But I like the third one. A lot of people shit on the third one, but... I think it's good. Yeah. I really like I don't know. It's my favorite one. I think all three of them are fine. Yeah. Like as a trilogy. I think the first one's probably the, the best. the second one's the most forgettable. I don't remember Jack Crap. Yeah, see? Yeah. <laughs> like I I just know it's called The Lost World and Vince Vaughn is in it. 
I could have told you that. I just know it's Jurassic Park too. Yeah, I I don't remember anything from the second one. I know. Uh, that I think like, they bring a T Rex to New York or something. Something like there's that. like a King Kong aspect to it. I think. Well, so far as like they bring the beast to yeah, us. I think I can't remember. I, I know that the, it starts out with their like like sneaking around or something. Uh, I'm, yeah, and, like, and they have like children. And, yeah, they're on an island and they're like. Oh, time for a spot of tea. Yeah. And like the little girl is like, she sees a dinosaur and she follows a dinosaur. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure gets attacked by the said dinosaur and dies. Yeah. It's a, yeah, it's a weird one. And then I saw Jur- the first Jurassic World in theaters like eight times. I, think I, I uh, too. I was dating a girl at the time that really liked Jurassic Park. And I mean, like, I also really like Jurassic Park. And I mean, you know how it is yeah. when you're dating someone, like you'll go see it once with them and then once with them and their family, once with you yeah. and your friend, you know, like it was just a situation like that. But I yeah. ended up seeing that one a lot. I was bad. afraid that it would burn it out. But I think Jurassic World is a solid movie. Like, I mean, it's it does the same thing as Force Awakens does with Star Wars. Like yeah. it's the same story. Yeah. It just has a different skin. Yeah. A lot of people don't like that, but I mean, I think that's fine because if you do it the right way, which Jurassic World and the new Star Wars movies didn't do, I don't think what like if you if you set yeah. it up to be maybe the same setup for yeah. like the same style of story, but switch it up in like the subsequent two movies, but not too much like Star Wars did. But Jurassic World was really cool. It set up for like a cool sequel. And the sequel just bombed. Yeah. Uh, this new Jurassic World movie looks cool. Yeah. I mean, well, the original cast is back, so I mean... Like, so the difference, and I think, between, like, Jurassic Park and Star Wars, as far as, like, the new trilogies mm-hmm. go, the new trilogies for Star Wars, there's, like, you know, the, the the original and even the prequels are, like, good storytelling. Like... Genuinely. I, I don't understand why people give the prequels so much crap. I think those are great movies. And then the first of the new Star Wars, I thought was really good. I mean, I, I, saw, I liked I Force like, Awakens. You know, it's still like the same. Like It was like telling the same story, but I was like, okay, there's still like, if you've got good storytelling, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be good. But it absolutely failed. Whereas like, so it's like the expectation and then it bombed. But Jurassic Park, there's no good storytelling. Like it, it's just a cool movie about dinosaurs. Yeah, people like, people want to see on. dinosaurs, and so. I'm. I've, it's the exact opposite with the second Jurassic World too. They try to storytell too much. Yeah, and the story in that movie is so horrible. Yeah, have you seen the second Jurassic World? I have not. I, well, is that the one where they sneak into the like? There's, it's, a, there's mansion? a mansion. Yeah, and then and they're like, oh, they're auctioning off. The, yeah. yeah, yeah, not not a fan. And it ends. Like, by the little girl being a clone <laughs> yeah <laughs> she has her little they're like me i had to let them go I'm like what the heck part of me part of me is thinking they're sitting in the writer's room like two days before deadline like M. Night why why would by. they let the why would they let the dinosaurs out why would they do it there's no good reason <laughs> we gotta make it they're in one. a they're, they're they're getting killed like just just there's no earthly good reason why these sane people yeah. would let these dinosaurs out and they're like oh what if a girl was also a clone <laughs> they're like what speak up jerry and it's what if the girl was also a clone 
you're a genius. Rewrite the whole damn thing. My gosh. And I, I was really wanting that movie to be good. So. Yeah. I'm hoping this third one is good because it looks like it'll be cool because the original cast is back. It looks like we're getting a lot lot of dinosaur action. So. Yeah. But yeah, so that, that I think that sums it up nicely. Star Wars, expected good storytelling, got bad. Jurassic Park, expected bad storytelling, but dinosaur got neither yeah. <laughs> or got both actually yeah. <laughs> or got, yeah you get both and like even the dinosaurs in the second jurassic world those those sections like most of the di- time you see a dinosaur in jurassic world 2 it's they're dying yeah and then you just see a smaller version of the same big bad from the first jurassic yeah. world and then boom bro the the first jurassic world was like whew. i that thing that movie's great i think it's probably in the in top three of the Best Jurassic franchise. That'll give you some the last the, the last phobia. That first one. Yeah. Dear God. Yeah, with the water and everything. Yeah. With the little ball. Yeah. Or no, the, they go in the water and the ball in the second one. What do they do in the water in the first one? Well, there's that giant. Oh, the big monster. Yeah. The the the, the scene in the wave. Yeah. Yeah. That's scary. I don't like that. Because the little people are just specks compared yeah. to that thing. <laughs> I don't want him ever be a spec. Yeah. You got any more? Do you, do you have any like favorite comedies or anything like? Because that's what I I like comedies a lot. I have a, I would say I have a lot of favorite comedies, but I don't know if I have a favorite comedy. I actually, do. I've got a strange favorite comedy, and it's and I don't know if it's my favorite or if it's like the first one I'm thinking of, but it's the first movie that I think of a lot whenever I think about comedies. So I think it's um, it must be a comedy. It's got to be one of my favorites. Um, without a paddle. Of course, a comedy. I love it. Well, I know it's, I know it's comedy, but I don't know if it's my favorite. Like, oh, fair, fair. Like I don't Th- know. If that's just the movie you think. When you, okay, okay. I understand yeah. what you're saying now. I love Without a Paddle. I think the movie's hilarious. Yeah, I'm trying to think, like, if there are any other comedies that like really stick out. I, I love comedies, but I don't think there's. That's like, what I'm saying. I don't know. I love comedy as, as a genre, but I think oddly enough, comedy and horror is what I. I was Kinda. just about to say a, a, a comedy horror film. Yeah. Um, Tucker and Dale versus Evil. You ever seen that oh, one? Yeah, that's a really funny that's one. That's a really funny movie. I watched that. I've only seen it once. It was a long yeah, time ago, too. but I, I, I remember enjoying that one. Yeah. I like the premise of that. Uh, for me, it's probably School of Rock. That I mean, that's in my top five favorite movies of I all time. the first half of that movie, yeah. Not Jordan like hates it, it. She doesn't like Jack Black. Hmm. Uh, I think that movie also probably got me into movies and music kind of at the same time. Because, oh, okay. I, I, I mean, I grew up wishing that a, a substitute teacher like Jack Black would come in and, like, yeah. start a Change band. the world, yeah. yeah. Um, I also think that movie is absolutely hilarious, and the music is great. I like a lot of Adam Sandler movies. Not the newer stuff, but like a lot of the older movies. Are Happy really Gilmore is hilarious. I like Billy Madison. Never seen Billy Madison, which is funny because that's one of the main. If you ones. like Happy, you like Happy Gilmore. Yeah, you, you'll Gilmore, like Billy yeah. Madison. Yeah, um, they almost feel like the same movie <laughs> in the same universe. Yeah, at least I really. <laughs> you know what movie um, makes me cry unexpectedly? It's an Adam Sandler movie. Bedtime stories. No. <laughs> Click. 
Really? Yeah, I don't know why. <laughs> I need to rewatch that... Click. I click on DVD. One of the, the later scenes where he's like, his dad's dying, or like he's realizing. Oh yeah. Yeah. I forget about that because at first you said that I'm like, what the heck happens in Click that's emotional? Yeah. I forget about the dad. And I don't even think that that movie's all that good. I, the jokes aren't really that funny, but like. That part always gets me. I don't know. Why. Yeah, that's yeah, that's sad. Uh, trying to think. I mean, there's a if you've seen jo- Jojo Rabbit's a comedy. I would consider it a comedy. Yeah, satire. Mm, yeah, uh, watch that movie. There's a scene like that. Yeah. Like one of those that just kind of hits you unexpected, and you're like, I, sh- I wasn't expecting to be yeah. weeping. Yeah. I'd say give that movie a watch. If you like like war movies or just satirical movies in general, I think it's a great movie. I think we should classify war and action and kind of separately. Yeah. What's your favorite war movie? Gotta be Saving Private Ryan, Ryan. That movie's great. Um, I will say we we did watch Full Metal Jacket recently. I don't like that movie. Really? It makes me very uncomfortable. I don't know why. I think it's supposed to. I think that's why I like it. It's I it's, it's very. It. I haven't seen it since I was young. It's now. very much like a. Uh, when we rewatched it, there were, I would say, eighty to ninety percent of the time, I'm like, oh, this is definitely just Kubrick, shitting on you know, yeah, what the military can do to some people. But then there are parts of that movie. Well, I just talked myself through it. Like there are part though there are parts of it that glorify it. And yeah. I mean, obviously he's doing that on purpose, but there there are a few parts when they actually get over into Vietnam that make me also very uncomfortable. I think I need to rewatch that movie. So the last time and the only time that I watched it, I was young and that's probably why. Yeah, I. My dad always talked about it, but I was never allowed to watch it until I reached a certain age. And I obviously I understand why. But I, yeah, well, I think I was like old enough to watch it whenever I first saw it, but like too young to really get the. Like yeah, think for myself and understand what the movie is trying to do. Have you seen Apocalypse Now? No. Give that one a watch too. It's similar in so far as like it's one of those war movies that make you think. But yeah. I mean, Apocalypse Now is just an insane movie, dude. It's like a fever dream. Yeah, I'm trying to think. Saving Private Ryan is probably my favorite, but I, I like Black Hawk Down. I think Black Hawk Down is a really good movie. I had the I had the video game. I never played the video game. And it's a Ridley like, Scott movie too. That's that's weird. But uh, I really like. Uh, well, it's like a series. I like Band of Brothers. I think we I bring this up every great. single time. Yeah. The scene. Um. I think it's in the middle of the series. The series is really long, right? Like, mm-hmm. yeah. Really, it's really it's long. like one of those limited series. It's a like, one. um, towards the middle or kind of like second, second half. Like, he walks up to the field and the the young Germans just stand in there and they look at each other for like a few seconds and they just start mowing each other down. Mm. Gets me every time. Yeah, man. That's... Which I think Tom Hanks had a hand in helping produce that with Spielberg. Like they kind of... I think it sprouted off of Saving Private Ryan's kind of fame because they they feel a lot similar. Did you ever watch The Pacific? It's like sister show. I think I've... Rami Malik was in it. Yeah, I'm pretty I sure. I started it, but I didn't. I never got through it. I don't think it was as as good as Band of Brothers, but I mean, it wasn't bad. I don't think. 
Yeah, I, I think after you sit through Band of Brothers, I don't think I think if you watch that one first, it would be harder to watch Band of Brothers. I don't know for sure because you know I yeah. can't test it out, but like because cast of Band of Brothers is so good yeah. too. Do they do the same thing? I can't remember. Do they do the same thing where it like starts at like basic training? I can't remember in the Pacific. If they do, I, I would say that's probably because there's a lot of like. I want to say that they do. Yeah. But I also can't remember if it's one of if they started like in the middle of everything. But I, I didn't. I've watched Ben and Brothers a couple times, but I've only watched the Pacific maybe yeah. once. Ben and I don't even know. I might not have even finished first Pacific. bit through basic training. It's super yeah. important, but it's kind of yeah. They make you get through it. Yeah. I think School of Rock was the only like major comedy. And there are a lot of movies that have funny things in them, but yeah. Yeah, I've gone away a lot more of watching like just pure comedies. I like, I like drama that has like a nice bit of, bit of comedy in it. A, dr- a nice dramedy to ease the yeah. ease the pain. That's why Psych is so good. It, it's I need to watch Psych. Really good drama. I really do. It's been a, it's been about a year. I'll, I'll rewatch it with you. <laughs> I I've, I see it advertised all the time on like a few different streaming services. I think they just got like good news for a fourth movie oh that'd be awesome yeah i forgot there's movies too um it's good it's, it's, it has one of the best tv musicals you'll ever see oh perfect yeah la la land speaking of musicals that's in my top five movies i think i haven't seen la la land i really love that movie man it's it captured my heart as soon as i watched it i we started to watch it um <coughs> kenley and i i think we watched the first 20 minutes I just was not in like a musical mood. I was, yeah, I just wasn't in the that kind. And of I mean, I'll, I'll tell you this: I'll be the first to admit, I normally aren't the biggest fan of a musical. I like musicals, but I have to really be into it. Like I like Sweeney Todd. I like the Sound of Music, and like a few big name ones. Yeah, here and there, but um, La La Land is technically a musical, and it's up there for me. I like Across the Universe. It was like yeah. a Beatles musical they did back in the day. It's kind of cheesy, but there's a problematic. Like it's it's problematic just because like, uh, but it's the greatest show. The greatest, greatest showman. showman. I've never seen that. It's actually decent. I mean, it's like P.T. Barnum, so it's yeah. like painting him in a good light. And any time, it's just I feel like kind of bad to do. But like, um, my animals are happy. <laughs> Hugh Jackman does a really good job. I, I'm surprised. I, he I does, that, yeah. I mean, that, that movie surprised. I, I I need to watch it just because him. He he always does a good job in anything he does. I think. I wish he would have had a second shot, like at Les Mis. I wish they would have done like like rethought what they were doing because <laughs> they made they made they tried so hard with that movie. Yeah, they made all the actors sing live. Yeah, that's it ruined it ruined the whole movie because it was you know they were dead, <laughs> they were yeah. absolutely dead poor russell crowe <laughs> and he went to like different voices coaches which is just like not a good thing to do it's like oh i can sing i know how to sing i, I was the gladiator <laughs> Stars. but I, I i thought it would be fun for us to just kind of hash out maybe the stuff that we were into yeah and and talk about why we like movies and what makes us like the movies we like and i mean we'll also talk about tv shows yeah on this show as well i mean we've already talked about psych uh, breaking bad i really like game of thrones 
Um, I don't watch a lot of reality television, but uh, catch me watching Survivor all the time. I love Survivor. I really there's a few really good reality shows that I like. I like um, I like anything with Rob Deerdeck. Fantasy Factory was great. Robin Big was hilarious. I I forgot about those. Those and my 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 guilty pleasure, Jersey Shore. I've never watched Jersey Shore. On on days that I were sick or like had to be at my, I, I used to spend the night at my grandparents a lot. When I couldn't sleep or if I was sick and had to stay home, Jersey Shore was also like always on. Yeah, and I just started watching it one day, and I was like, I love this show but i don't it's it's a weird love because like as i as, as you get older and you kind of understand how yeah. reality tv like that works a little more i think it makes it more enjoyable yeah. because like half the stuff i'll see on jersey show i'm like there's a producer off to the side who's just cracking up that he's put these people into this situation like you know what i mean it's just yeah. one of those things where i i get I understand that the cast of Jersey Shore also understands yeah. that they are reality TV stars. Yeah. That they are playing up to a character, a caricature of themselves, maybe. Yeah. And, and I think at, when you realize that, uh, some of them, like some, some, like some people on Survivor, I think, are playing up to caricatures yeah. of themselves, but some people are also just wackos, I think, on that show. Yeah. Uh, it's probably the same for some of those people on Jersey Shore, but... Big Brother's is surprising. See, I've never watched Big I've never Brother. I've watched it. I, I, uh, I just follow Dan Giesling. He was season 14 and 15. Mm -hmm. he, then he became a Twitch streamer. He's just a cool dude. Like, he, And he talks about Big Brother a lot. So it's interesting. Like, they don't, they it's do like, like a, a similar type stuff. Yeah, it's like a similar type of... Because uh, uh, there's... I, I'll go so far as to say that I don't think any of Survivor is really scripted other than like yeah. what Jeff does and like the twists and turns they might put into the game. But like, yeah, I, I think that there's a a winner picked by that group of people. Like, I, I don't think yeah. it's scripted in that way. Yeah. But I always see stuff about Big Brother uh, on my Paramount and everything. I just never got around to watching it. Yeah. Just because I, I know that I won't like it as much as Survivor. And yeah. I'm like, I'll be like, oh, what is the point? <laughs> I think Dan was like season something winner and then he was runner up on a season like that they brought like winners back yeah. and he was runner up on it yeah they just did that on survivor with season 40 it was mm. called winners at war yeah and uh survivor does i'm sure big brother probably does the same but survivor does two seasons a year they they do one i'm in not the, sure how many they do yeah so in 2020 they were in their 40th season yeah and so season 40 was winners at war and so they just they brought back 20 i'm pretty sure winners from 20 past seasons uh to compete to win again yeah and uh the normal cash prize for a season of survivor is a million dollars for winners at war it was two million dollars nice does uh does joe rogan still host that jeff probst has always been J joe oh. rogan shows fear factor fear factor oh, sorry sorry i used to watch fear Cross factor wires. a lot yeah yeah. Uh, yeah jeff probst is the the host of survivor and he he has always been the host for yeah. For they're 20 years. similar, right? They're like in the same... I can't remember what Survivor is. I'm sorry. Survivor is like 18 to 20 some everyday people get 
stranded on an island and put into tribes. Oh, yeah. And they do challenges and they have to like vote people off the island. Okay. And then like the last person wins, you know? Yeah. Fear Factor. Yeah. Fear Factor is different. Yeah. Fear Factor. They have the same aesthetic, I think. In a way, like in the early seasons of Survivor, they used to do eating challenges. They had to eat like nasty shit and they used to do that a lot in Fear Factor. That's probably where I got my wires crossed. But yeah. Anything, uh, all of Gordon Ramsay's shows are. All his are good. There for a while, I was watching Hell's Kitchen pretty religiously. Watch um, Kitchen Nightmares. Watch the British version. Well, I'm sure it's 10 times better. Yeah, because it's not like, I mean, I, I love like the added like dramatization of uh, American, American reality, TV. but the British version is really good because you get like the real. Yeah. And like he does get mad and he gets in like a few arguments, but it's nowhere near as much as uh, the American version. Well, you know that he probably knows that Americans yeah. love his over the top nature or whatever. But I do like I, I just like Gordon Ramsay as a person because he's like, yeah, he seems cool. He only like gets mad whenever people who are like supposed to be professionals can't do simple things. And then he's like, you burnt the risotto. Yeah. Well, You're a risotto chef. If you ever watch him with kids, he's like. It's okay. It happens. You know? Hey, hey, hey. Sometimes even I make mistakes. Yeah. Oh, dear, sweetheart. Come here. <laughs> uh, Gordon Ramsay, come on the show. Be a guest. Talk about your favorite movie with Please. us. Please. But yeah, we'll. Uh, I, I would like to maybe have like segments or something throughout the, sh- the show, maybe, or maybe like mm-hmm. try to structure a little bit more or something. I, it'd be cool to have maybe. I don't know if anyone else, anyone who listens is like super into like movie news, but I, I'm all the time trying to see, you know, what's in development or what's coming out. And maybe it'd be cool to have a section or two in uh, future episodes just talking about some movie news that we're looking forward to yeah. reading about. And obviously maybe a little segment about new stuff coming out that we're looking forward to the most, like kind of a what looks hot, what looks not kind of thing. Yeah. Um. I'm, I'm drawing a blank on another like little I, I keep calling them segments they don't even have to be a segment really but just just little ways that will structure the episode yeah little topics and a, a little extra structure added there but I mean I guess on that last note um, why don't we look up here see what movies are coming out in yeah that'll be a good the way next, to end the episode here what do you say next week yeah, week to month. Let's see. In theaters. Coming soon. <clears throat> the new Top Gun movie. Okay. I hear it's surprisingly really good. Um, I'm going to be completely honest with you. Top Gun flew under my radar. Uh, I've not watched it. There's a... but Jordan can tell you this. There's a plethora of famous super famous um 80s movies that i have not watched simply just because i've just not gotten around to watch them yeah and top gun is one of them but i hear the new one is pretty good the bob's burger movie comes out thursday not really watched bob burgers wow yeah i that's that's another thing like bob's burgers rick and morty like a bunch of these animated like adult animated shows i never really got around to to watching or trying to get into rick and morty the first two seasons are really good like it's kind of take it or leave it after that though but bob's burgers every single season 
really, really good? Really, really good. I've always heard good things about it. I've just never gotten around to seeing it. Got the new Jurassic World, of course. I think Lightyear looks really, really good. Yeah, I think it'll be good. It kind of gives me interstellar Martian kind of vibes. Yeah. The aesthetic of it looks cool. Uh, Here's a interesting one for me because I usually, I like horror movies if they're good, but I don't mm-hmm. like seek them out. But the Black Phone with Ethan Hawke that's coming out uh, in June looks really good. Yeah. It's kind of like a, looks like a pretty decently written like paranormal mystery thriller kind of thing. Yeah. But I really like Ethan Hawke. He is kind of having his hawkissance with all this stuff that he's doing. He's in Moon Knight. He done pretty good in it. New Minions movie coming out in July. <laughs> I I thought that movie had come out like two years ago. The Minions, like, they're a time vortex to me. Truly. The new Thor movie, obviously. Looking forward to... That's it. We'll, we'll have to do like an MCU yeah. um, themed episode or two. I don't know. Talk about some of that because I feel like that's a pretty hot topic. And I I feel like we might be able to drum up a few hot takes and some... Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, maybe even just comic book movies. Yeah. Because I, I think... Uh, it's a lot of good ones. Yeah. Uh, Jordan Pill's new movie, Nope. Oh, yeah. Looks cool. It looks like it's about aliens, but apparently he said it's not about aliens. <laughs> I'm sure it's probably not about aliens, but yeah. it, there's going to be alien aspects in it, I'm sure. I had to watch his first one. Get Out? Yeah. Bro, Get Out is so good. That, I like... That's just a good movie in general. Yeah. It's just so well done. There's a new shark attack movie, The Reef Stalked. I mean, that sounds kind of scary. It says, Welcome to Paradise. From the director of the Blackwater series. Hmm. Kind of looks... There's really no one that I know in it. There's not like a whole lot of big, big movies coming out here soon. Yeah, I think uh, I guess it's probably a part partly because it's just the start of the summer, you know. Yeah, I know there's still a lot coming out at the end of the year. I think. <laughs> Dang the yeah, the from, new Black Panther comes out later in November. But that's all the way in November. The new Chip and Dell movie is streaming on Disney Plus, and I really liked Chip and Dell when I was young. And it's John mm. Mulaney and Andy Samberg, I think, voice them in this. Okay. And it's kind of like a, I don't know if it's live action. It looks weird. The animation is weird, but uh, not weird in a bad way. But it's like, a, it's a bunch of different animation styles. Yeah. It looks like put together. Disney Plus is cranking out a bunch of. The Disney Factory, them. man. I don't know how they do it. No one has days off at Disney. No. It's insane. Children in three weeks. Uh, But they've seen all these movies I've made. Yeah. (laughs) That's the way of seeing me. 
So if you find yourself in the theater, don't yawn like I'm doing. Enjoy whatever you're watching, and uh, hopefully you're with a good group of people that you can, uh, you can you can chat with on the way home or the way to Taco Bell, wherever kids these days are going after the movies. But I hope you've enjoyed the little insight into our movie brains. I'm excited to to get into <clears throat> upcoming episodes where we have like a more central theme yeah. to talk about, so that you can actually see how our minds like think about stuff like this. Uh, expect to hear some like I, I would say some serious like thoughts and and you know theories and stuff but this show will be silly especially when we bring guests in and stuff like yeah. that it, it, it'll be a fun ride and um if you if you like what's your theory don't worry it's not yeah. going anywhere this isn't taking its place um this is just another show this will be another yeah. just some more content that you'll be able to listen to from me and will and some of our friends when we gather them along absolutely um hoping to spread out this uh lone mountain productions umbrella as far as it can go yeah so. for real especially with summer coming up we got a few projects on the horizon exactly. it looks like maybe, at least in the works maybe maybe even more podcasts you know, you know yeah know. absolutely anything to get the word out there exactly but yeah make sure to to give this a like and a download show the new show some love yeah uh hopefully we've we've caught your fancy yeah I hope you were entertaining. Maybe you thought some of our picks were good. Maybe you disagreed with every single movie we talked about. Yeah, and that and that's another thing too. Uh, you only got to hear kind of a slice of the movies that me yeah. and Will like. If you listen to more episodes, you'll get to hear a lot of the more obscure things we might be into, or some of the surprising picks that you think, uh, oh, they wouldn't like that. Yeah, that might be something that we really like. But that's what this show's about, and I think that's what movies are about. Yeah. And, and the essence of just either having the, the you know the same feelings towards towards something brought on by like we could watch the same movie for instance and yeah. feel completely different things by it yeah. and it's the same thing with any media if you want to see it that way books pictures you know paintings yeah. any of that but there's just something about the process of making a movie yeah. seem so real and like tangible that like the, there's just magic behind it i think of the um the, what is the the show that's about making the godfather she knows the ads. offer you know? yeah and it's like yeah imagine making something and then that being so good that people make something about you making it yeah and you have like a-list actors <laughs> yeah 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 and just the stories that can be like because that the offer is just a it's crazy what that movie had to go through to even get made and it's yeah. cool to see that brought to light as yeah. also like a series or something but yeah but yeah continue to, to listen to what's your theory uh start to listen to post-credit pursuit i hope you're in for a ride ready to go uh, i'm really excited for it and looking forward to it yeah. i've been particularly wanting to do a movie podcast for quite a long time so yeah. i'm excited to finally get it started Exactly. Here we are. Most importantly, keep enjoying movies. Absolutely.